0: This is the Bushwick Variety Show. And I'm Alex Stevens III. Greetings, neighbors, friends, citizens of the world, and conscious beings of all various types. Thank you so much for listening to the Bushwick Variety Show. This is episode number 47. This episode features singer-songwriter Peter Nell. Peter Turnell was born in Rotterdam, but over the last few years she's been splitting her time between New York... Uh, Nashville, and also Amsterdam and Rotterdam and the Netherlands. Um, She also has background in acting, but has been focused on singing for the last few years, more primarily, and music's been a big part of her life overall. We talk about it in the podcast. She has a new album coming out, a full-length album, on October 9th, um, and that's called Roosevelt Island. So definitely listen through to the end because she sings one of the songs from that upcoming album uh, live in the studio at the end of this interview. So I had a great time talking with her. Um, She's become a good good friend over the last couple of years. And I think we had a really good talk. uh, Talked about all different facets of who she is, what she's doing, and about um, arts, music, and yeah, music and creativity in general. So, anyway, without further ado, this is Peter Now. Let's have a conversation. Yes, this makes it official. Yes. I wish uh, I got that last part, but here we are. How are you, Peter Now?
1: I'm good, Alec. How are you today?
0: Good, good. What's wait? What's your last name?
1: <laughs> it's Ozinga. That's official, as in. O-S-I-N-G-A. So, how would you pron- pronounce that? Ozinga. Oh, yeah. But you know the Dutch. So, lots of people will say, like, Ozinga. Okay. And they'll be like, that's a cool name for a singer.
0: That's probably what I would would have said. Um, do you use your full name or do you go by Pieternel? Or...
1: No, I go by Pieternel. Okay. Which is also hard. Yeah. Because I need to, like, spell it out for people. Yeah. Because they would say, like, Pieternel. right so yeah it's hard it's a hard name
0: my nickname growing up was uh trey because alex stevens the third uh-huh so if you meet a trey in the united states it's almost always um they're a third actually Mm -hmm. um that's like just the it's the nickname because you know trey means three um
1: oh trey as in as in spanish
0: yes Ah. um but my parents got clever and did it like latin spelling so they did it t-r-s which is cool but Mm. everybody would always be like trace or um trez or and so i hated it like like basically like kindergarten started and i went by trey like that was like on all the official stuff and between kindergarten and first grade so that's here it's uh five and six years old um I decided, I was like, I'm not going by my nickname anymore. I'm Alec Stevens III from Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't go to a different school, so I had to tell all my friends who knew me as Trey. I was like, I'm not Trey anymore. I'm Alec.
1: You officially announced <laughs> that? Yes. Saying like, hey, guys, yep. <laughs> you got to stop calling me Trey's.
0: Yeah, so that was funny.
1: That's a cool story. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people ask me like, Cause my name is like it's it's two parts so it's Peter and then Nell, and you would get the jokes like so is your father's name Peter and your mother's name Nell and I'd be like oh, that joke again which I haven't heard like in years but somebody made that joke like three weeks ago and I just looked at the guy like are you kidding me yeah are you, are you just are you really doing this
0: that's like uh there's a lot of jokes like that in uh, bartending where you hear like the same. There's just certain things you just never want to hear again. No. You know? <laughs> like Yeah, I just deadpan when people do that, just Yeah. I don't give them any response. No.
1: <laughs> I actually wrote a song about my name. Uh it's called What the hell my name is Peter Nell. Um and I remember when I first played it, it's just I just wrote it like I got this weird name and let's just uh, write a song and like um, paint different pictures of me being in places and everything being like so great everything going well and then hearing my name everything just falls apart like um I would be in a bar like dancing or flirting with guys and then the bartender would lean over to the guy I was like flirt- flirting with and say like dude do you know her name like and then everything would just go wrong but I remember the first time playing it for my parents I was like bit scared because they gave me the name of course but right they were like on the ground like laughing so hard
0: that's kind of um similar to johnny cash's boy named sue
1: uh yeah it is actually yeah, yeah. i didn't and I, I never realized actually thank you for telling me
0: yeah well i mean it's not i mean his is a made-up story yours is actually maybe his is a, maybe there's a true story about that but yeah. yours is actually yeah like But
1: maybe people don't know if they hear this song, you know? Right. But I remember being at a big festival in the Netherlands. It's called Lowlands. And um, it's like with tans. And I was there for four days. So, you know, after two days, you don't shower anymore because it's just too much of a wait for the the shower. And then um, I was there like I just walked out of my tent and like all puffy eyes and... Really early in the morning, and somebody came up to me, like, What the hell? My name is Peter Nell. And I just looked at him, like, Oh my God, am I supposed to know you? Like, what? I'm going, like, my my head was like spinning, 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 spinning. He was like, I saw you. I like that song. I was like, Hmm, this is actually a good song as a promotional thing. Yeah. I should use it.
0: You want to play it later? Nah. It's so old. That's old. It's That's old the stuff. old stuff. Yeah. You know? We've got the new stuff.
1: Nah, yeah. You know, sometimes you just. It was more like a cabaret yeah. show, so I wrote a song called "Moneymaker," because back then I had a boyfriend, and he, he, he earned well, but then um, people would ask me like,, um, "So uh, so are you together with this guy because of the money?" And I'd be like, "Whoa." Yeah, that's How a pretty, dare you even yeah, ask exactly. me? So I wrote a song called Moneymaker saying like, I'm just this dumb blonde um, walking around with my rich ass man and uh, he's my moneymaker. So that was kind of a response to that. But it's more like a cabaret theater thing. And uh, I'm actually not playing this that yeah. anymore.
0: No. Um, you do have some new music officially coming out. In a couple of weeks here, right? Yes. Uh,
1: October 9th. October 9th. Uh, yeah. My uh, uh, album, will, full-length album will be released. Uh, it's an album I recorded. Um, half of it I recorded in Nashville, Tennessee. And the other half in uh, Utrecht, which is in the Netherlands. Nice. Uh, yeah, it, it actually all started here. I mean, I remember uh, being here for like a month. And I think that's when I met you guys as well. It was, like, two May 2015, a while ago. And uh, I just came here just because I wanted to, like, get the New York experience for a month. And I I don't know. So much happened. I was here by myself. I just met so many people. I, went, I did a songwriting class. And, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it just really made me enthusiastic about New York and about songwriting again because I'd already started writing for this album. But, you know, struggling with, like, how am I supposed to do this? Or I don't know if I'm worthy doing this. And then I came here and everybody was so like positive and like big dreamers. Um, so that kind of set fire to this whole project. I came back and then I, um, I traveled to Nashville. And that's where it like, there was like a, can you say like a domino effect? Mm-hmm. I just met one person and everybody I met after is like part of this album. Everybody, actually, I met in the first night as part of this album.
0: Nice. Yeah. Where, was there a particular venue or setting where you met?
1: Um, Well, I'll take the story a little bit back. I was here in New York. I did an open mic at um, um, Pete's Mm Candy Store. Yep. Yep. That's here in uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, there was a girl uh, called Annie McCain. And uh, you know her?
0: Name rings a bell.
1: She... I think, yeah, she does acting too and singing too. And she was there and she looked a little sad. So I asked her, what's up? And he's like, yeah, I was supposed to play with my guitar player, but he isn't showing up because he's sick. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Maybe I can help you. So she showed me the video the, um, of the rehearsal. I was like, okay, I can play this song for you. So I accompanied her and I did some like um, backing vocals. So after that, we were like high-fiving, like, yeah, we did it. So when I went to Nashville, I actually just texted all of my, like, New York contacts, like, hey, I'm going to Nashville. Uh, maybe you can help me out, like, helping to meet people. And she texted me, like, you should meet Alex, uh, Alex Wong. Um, so I just sent him a Facebook message, like, hey, can we maybe get a cup of coffee? I'm thinking about going to Nashville and um, meeting some people. And he was like, yeah, sure. Um, well, we'll have a cup of coffee. And... While we were, like, having the conversation, I just booked a ticket. I was like, okay, I'll be there in three days. See you then. So I met with him uh, at a concert, and he was there with, like, a bunch of friends. They real all musicians. And Alex, uh, he turned out to be a producer, songwriter. And he introduced me to uh, a bass player called Matt. And Matt said, oh, you're from Holland. You should meet Femke. And Femke is a really Dutch name. So I was like, I don't know. I came all the way here to Nashville. I don't know if I want to meet a Dutchie. But I had coffee with Femke and uh, we just clicked. We connected. And uh, um, yeah, so Femke produced my album and then met the bass player. He played on my album. And Alex, I wrote three songs with. So that was my first night in Nashville. Nice. Yeah. I like the story because it's, I don't know, it just happened.
0: It's good. Um... Yeah, I mean we've we've had conversations about the show business and stuff. Yeah, um, and it's interesting that story of being at a crossroads or kind of at a certain point, like a certain pivotal point, but where you don't know what's going to happen, like the uncertainty, and it's hard because the best thing you can always do is like take the leap, like take the steps forward. Yeah, um, but it's hard you know, when you think back three years ago where you don't know where it's going to lead, like what it's going to, where it's going to go. No. But I guarantee like from not even like some foo-foo, woo-woo, or woo-woo, I like that word, woo-woo thing, (laughs) which I kind of, I I get down with the woo-woo sometimes, but like really it's not just the woo-woo concept. It's like if you take steps forward you will go some like it'll yeah. go somewhere.
1: Yeah. And I think it's, it's nice to realize that at that point I, I just left to off to New York and I didn't have really have a idea of what to do. Um, so it was kind of like everything was open. I was like open-minded to things. I just came out of our relationship. So I was so happy just to be like alive again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like I knew somewhere inside where I like wanted to go, um, New York just opened that up for me and it gave me the possibilities in Nashville. So it's also just like kind of going with a flow that is like deep within you. Yeah. And sometimes you kind of block that when mm-hmm. um, when you, like your head comes yeah. in between. Um, yeah, so I, I think that is an important thing to remember. Be like, if you want to do that, just take that leap of faith. And it's it might be like the woo-woo, but I think it's something that... People see in you and maybe you don't you don't even see it yet like within yourself and they just see like a girl like all excited about being in Nashville New York and they're like hey that's cool let's hang out with her and then yeah fun experience
0: yeah um so let's go back even further to give people context about you you're from originally, are you from Amsterdam? I man? I know you're from the Netherlands. Yeah, but... no,
1: I grew up in a, I was born in Rotterdam. Okay. Yeah. Which yeah. is like um, Amsterdam and Rotterdam. Yep. No friends. <laughs> I mean, that's what we say. But And then I moved at the age of two. I moved to Den Dolder, which is like a small village close to Utrecht. Lots of forest and uh, just a small town. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's where my brother was born and... I've been living there up until I was like 17. So I, mean, I went to high school, um, primary school, high school. And then, uh, then I moved to Italy. Okay. For a year. And then... What after, part of Italy? Uh, it was uh, Umbria. The. I but, don't
0: know. It's a, a
1: place called uh, Perugia. It's like it's, the center of Italy. Okay. They claim to um, have the most like fluent official italian language there okay (laughs) yeah that's what they say but you know when you go down to naples they will say like this is the language or that's not the yeah no they're wrong over there yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh actually i went to italy because i've always been like singing and acting and um, um i mean i wanted to play like the piano when i was at a young age but we didn't have a piano so my parents gave me um a flute. That was called a flute. Yeah. Because my knees had a flute. I'm like, okay, I'll play that. I played it for seven years and got really bored. And then my flute teacher she said, Do you always sing? Don't you wanna don't you wanna start singing, like taking right. vocal lessons? I'm like, yeah, that would be great. So that's how I started singing actually. Um but I went to Italy because I grew up like in an environment where not a lot of people play or sing. Um, So everybody started thinking about studying like medicine, law, and I was like, hmm, should I be doing that or should I be like going to conservatory or follow a creative career? So when I went to Italy, it was actually like to find out, do I really want to do this? Uh, But then after like two weeks I got there, I I had a band. Um I took acting classes. I found a um classical uh voice teacher. Um so then was like, okay. That's it. This is this is going to be my life. It has to be the creative side. Yeah. How about you? When did you like um where was the point where you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm in the creative business?"
0: Uh, v- very young also. Like it was uh 4 years old seeing my first play with my mom. Like, I think, I guess it was just me and my mom. Um, And it was, like, a play at this theater called Seattle Children's Theater, which is a, it's a union, so it's a professional theater, but um, focused on um, creating theater for younger audiences. Mm -hmm. But it's a union theater, so it's, like, it's a great place to work also. And they also have a whole drama school thing. So this particular play, um, because, like, growing up, I would, like, My elementary school and stuff would see plays there regularly. Um, But some of the plays would be all adults, you know, still like for a younger audience, but adult actors. Um, This particular one, though, and some of the plays they did had both adult actors and kids actors. This one was one of those that I saw. So the kids in it, I was like four years old. The kids in it were a few years older than me. So they were big kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And... My mom showed me the program and that like, yeah, like this, this guy, like his real name in real life is Tatum, but he's playing Leroy and Leroy was like, like, it was the best Christmas pageant ever, which there's this family that's like kind of like the bad kids. Yeah. Um, And so I like I like the bad, the big bad kids. Um, And so I was like, yeah, man, I want to be like Leroy. I want to be a
2: bad kid. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And so before that I was always... I was always like kind of running around singing and always just like curious about the world, and sort of like I would see a carpenter and be like, i want to be a carpenter like bus driver, I want to drive a bus like police officer, you know it was just like really like whatever it was. it was just like, yeah, and suddenly so when I saw acting, I was like, Oh, you can this is a thing, yeah, like yeah. and it's in, and it's performing in front of people, yeah. Um, so then, like, I had my first acting class when I was, like, five at that. It was, like, through that theater. Yeah. Um, And that theater, like, stayed, played a role through my life from, like, five to, like, 17. Oh, wow. Um, not consistently, but it would just keep coming in and out, yeah. like, through auxiliary programs that they had and, like, other things. But it was super, like, I got a good... Uh, foundation there. Um, like there was a conservative conservatory program, like a summer thing for young, but like young adult actors right before my final, final year of high school. Um, and I did that and that like basically opened up doors right after high school to be able to start working. And I was starting to get calls like my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah young yeah, from
1: a very young age, yeah, you know.
0: and then just you know you don't yeah. know where the path goes no,' because like... you're
1: like young and you're just playful and you just wanna
0: mm-hmm. go right, yeah,
1: I think yeah, I sometimes i I try to think of that more, like when you get stuck in like what am I supposed to do with my career, just go like it should be fun, I mean it's a there's a business side to it, but you you wanna keep that kind of child child um
0: excitement excitement um, yeah fun play like it's called you do plays
1: yeah (laughs) yeah because that's the kind of thing you know where we'll be like what are we gonna do today this is so cool and that will just take you places you've never could have imagined so it's a good thing to remember i think like the child within you who wants to play and be like oh
2: what's going on
0: yeah yeah um so so then you went to italy and then, and then you went to you went to conservatory back in.
1: Yeah, auditioned for conservatory, and then I uh, went to conservatory for like four years. First two years was um, yeah, lots of jazz singing,
0: nice,
1: which was nice, but the whole like, I was singing bass line like, I was like, what what's the use? I I like the jazz and I I like it now again. But then back then I was like, there was not like, how do you say, cohesion, cohesion, Mm,
0: cohesive, uh, cohesive
1: structure in the conservatory. I really missed that. It was just like, there's one lesson here, there's one lesson there, one lesson there. So I kind of missed the structure. Trying to put it
0: together. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then I think conservatory for me was, uh, it was good, like crafting your voice, but as a, a performer or as a artist it did not really shape me so halfway like my third year I was like mm, I don't know if I want to continue with this but then I found a new teacher within the conservatory who was like more like on the performing part like the theater site so that got me all excited again uh, I finished conservatory but um, after that I went to theater school because I was still missing like that I just want to like discover and investigate my own personality and um uh, yeah grow as an artist as a like um, how do you say to make your own stuff instead of copying the jazz thing and because a conservatory you had to do like certain things which was like yeah there was not no way out Mm -hmm. and then at the end of your exam year they would say like hey kind of miss like a personality in here and i'm like yeah but there's not much room to right
0: to you've beat the personality out like because i
1: have to do like jazz standards i have to do this i have mm. to do a ballad i have to do so where's my creative like input where can i where can i put that so after that i uh... yeah the thing with me is sometimes i just have a plan and i go for it so uh, after uh... I graduated, Did you say graduated? Yeah. From um, conservatory, I wanted to do like a master at the conservatory trying to bring uh, Brazilian music and theater together because I, I'd spent some time in Brazil and I got so like excited about Brazilian music. I brought like, I think, 80 cities back home. Like smiling at the um, border control guys. Like I don't have anything in my purse here. It's in my suitcase. It's so big, but it's only eighty CDs. I'm not supposed to like bring back too much in the Netherlands. So I wrote a master plan about uh, how to get like theater and Brazilian music together. Uh, and I just wrote a letter to the um, head of the theater school, saying like, "Hey, this uh, I'm, I'm, I want to do some take some lessons with you, and uh, this is my plan." Um, I ended up not going to the, not doing the master anymore. And I just, uh, stalked the head of the theater school saying like, Hey, you don't know me, but I just really want to take some lessons. It took me like, I think four or five months before he finally responded. And he said, okay, you, well, come over and we'll have a talk. And, um, so we had a talk and he was a very, um, masculine guy he would just say, like, he would just ask one question. So, what do you want? I'd be like, well, I want this and this and this and blah, blah, blah. And so, okay. Um, I'll give you some uh, private lessons. I have, like, two other students from different schools. We'll we'll, we'll get you together in a class. And uh, so I had private lessons from him for, like, three weeks. And that, oh, sorry. sorry. And that was, um that's where it, like, started to, like, get together and I was like, oh, see, this is what I've been aiming for, because I was longing for like to express myself more. Um, so those three weeks were like, I, I, I laughed so much, I cried so much, it was so much going on like within my, my soul and in my search. And uh, after that, I I actually did like a off-site audition for the theater school and I entered theater school for another uh, three years which made me grow as a as an artist uh, and uh and I was making my own like musical little programs with with like mixture of my own music so I put like uh, for instance brazilian poems uh to uh, music uh and I made a show of it uh, I traveled to brazil to get some to do some inf- uh, investigation and to get some material and it was um it was like a show it's not like musical theater but um, yeah, we have a Dutch word for it, but I hardly see... I don't know how to compare it with something here in uh, um, in the U.S. It's like you basically tell a story and you sing some songs, but then not in a musical theater way. It's sort of... Yeah,
0: I, I know what you mean. We don't really have a word for it here either. Like, was it a one-person show?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would have like a two- or three-piece band with it. but Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like, it's... 'Cause there's stand like like there's like stand up comedians, yeah, there's singers yeah. and there are actors that write their own stuff. Yeah. And so sometimes these there's these shows that are they have a music element. Yeah. And it's also sort of almost like a stand up show, but then almost, it's also like yeah. a play.
1: Yeah. Like, it's a mixture of things, yeah.
0: Yeah. Like sort of one one woman shows out one person shows yeah, I would say it would be sort the best of. way. But not
1: necessarily like for funny right like, no it doesn't have to be i mean i i wouldn't sit like at my desk and like i'm gonna write some jokes here just, no it happens to be that sometimes it's funny but yeah and the main part would be like music and then the stories were just to connect mm-hmm. um the music yeah so yeah at theater school i really got to explore
0: do you because i've thought about that I i haven't done it like for instance with my band but it's been in the back of my head a lot of times like like thinking about instead of just playing a set list like even like if I'm playing a regular show actually writing out a narrative version of the mm-hmm, show mm-hmm. I've never done it like with my current like band but um yeah that's been a thought of mine like so it would Yeah be, I mean
1: you you act and you sing so I think you could like pull that off Yeah It's just a difference between saying like um the This song is about blah, blah, and the next song is about blah right. blah, and then play. It's just you, um, so, for instance, I did a show uh, where I first played like the these songs from my album, and I would start the show um, uh, with a song. and then I would start while my guitar player was still playing like a little riff. Mm-hmm. I would say, um, this is the country uh, where you can work in an elevator. Just push the button one zero one zero all day long and if you have a washing and drying machine it means you made it um uh, this is a country where you have a drive-in funeral place what is uh, a cemetery Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um so that kind of thing just to create and this was all about my journey going to new york and nashville so just to create like a, a picture and then i would tell a story about um me walking into a bar sitting next to like a cowboy in Nashville. And I would say like, so I walked into a bar, there was this cowboy sitting like four cans of beer, like right in front of him. And he just finished the fifth one. And um, he would say to me, oh, honey, I wish I could write a love song, but there ain't no one to sing it to though. And the bartender would say, "Um, so another beer? And he'd be like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna pile up the cans until they fall over, and then it's time to go home. And then I would start singing my song. So it's more like you make like a little environment for like 40 minutes or something. Yeah. Um, and that's a different thing because you can direct people into. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're like the director of their feelings, mm-hmm. and if you do it well, people will stop breathing if you stop breathing. Yeah. So it's a different thing. And it can can be like really theatrical or you can just try to bring in some elements and not make it as – because this is, like, really theatrical. There will be, like, light shifts. and um, Right. um, Yeah. But, yeah, you're, like I, – I think when you're on stage, you're, like, the master mm-hmm. and you can direct the things.
0: But I still have not done it. Like, I've done uh, one-person shows also, but I have not, like, done that with, like, the – just like the music with with the band shows and yeah. it's like, man, I should, but yeah, it's like, you know, you're running around, you're running around and then it's like the day of the show and it's like, all right, I was gonna, I, I was thinking maybe I was going to write this out, but, but now, now I, I don't just need to write
1: time. this out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a
0: set list. And, uh, yeah,
1: well, I've been, I, I've, I've been trying to get away from the theater thing a little cause, mm. uh, I just wanted, really wanted to let the music speak for itself instead of me being like, uh, to be or not to right. be? Right. The, that's the question. And then you go into the song just to be like more real, be more me. Yeah. But um, but I am totally aware of the fact that if you like place the right thing at the right um, time in your set, you will um, direct the people where you are. Yeah. On um so it can be like a little bit less theatrical you can only also say like hey the story blah 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 for example me being in nashville and then um just give them a little bit of guidance but have you ever tried stand-up Ah, uh, yeah we had uh, a <laughs> at theater school so the thing is i i did um a show and then somebody announced me saying like so here is our stand-up comedian peter <laughs> now and i'm like oh my god i gotta i gotta this i need to straighten this out because um uh hello um i'm not a stand-up comedian so i might be funny from time to time but i'm not a stand-up comedian and people were already laughing so i was like shit this is not going in the right direction um but at theater school, we had a yeah, we had a stand up comedy stand up comedy class.
0: Nice. Which was
1: freaking awkward.
0: Yeah, I'm sure.
1: Oh my god, we just had to do like the whole thing with like a the mic, and then you say like oh, la 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 and tell a joke, and everybody was like so conscious of their sound, like what are we doing? But we made some pretty good um, acts out of that, mm-hmm. like, uh, like impersonating like little little um, types, type of people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I would like shit my pants if I really had to do like standup comedy at a, at a bar. Yeah. Although I like, I like the timing thing of it. Yeah. Comedy is all like timing. Mm hmm. Have you ever done it?
0: Once. Um, it's been on my mind a lot over the last few years, just because I like the independence of it, like the freedom of it. Um, I mean, not that it's easy, but the thing that's really cool about it is if you can take that there are, like, not probably, like, there are definitely going to be times where you're set, like, bombs. Like, that's a that's just, like, part of the deal. Um, even, like, the great ones have, like, bombed. Yeah. So that's, like, the hard part is yeah. that you're going to, like... You're well, gonna then, die up there. Sometimes that is the
1: thing with stand-up comedy. You have to like bring your raw material out there. To, yeah, to to test get better and to get better and be like, all right, nobody's laughing or wow, that was awkward.
0: And you learn that, like, like of course, like some people have natural timing, but like your timing will get better if you risk it night yeah. after night. Yeah. Um, you'll learn. Yeah. <laughs> like you'll learn. Um, it's painful though, but I think the the flip side of it that's really amazing is it's obviously like playing music is like this too but music it's like there's like so music there's a music is more subjective in a way like meaning some people like people like different genres. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're a classical person and you don't like hip hop and there's a hip hop act up there that you don't like, I'm sure they're like, I, I believe even people who say they don't like that will still probably some, at some point find something some in some elements, genre where yeah. they're like, oh, I don't like that music, but I like that particular yeah. version of it. Yeah. Um, comedy, it's also subjective, but it's very immediate like either you're making either you're making people laugh or you're not
1: or you're not yeah that's true yeah yeah but I think that that must be hard because I have some friends that are like stand up comedians like the the laughing part is the what do you say the parameter of if a show went well yeah which is hard
0: yeah but yeah but it's also cool because it's like the only form where it's just you and I guess all you need is a, like, usually you, a like mic. a microphone. That's it. But that's it. And, and then
1: hold it like the stand-up comedians are like right in front of your chest and be like, I'm just going to pretend the mic is not here. Yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, so I think it's really, it's appealing to me the independence that they, ha- like, that you have with that, you know? Yeah. To just be able to go into any room and get up there and, yeah. like, <laughs> just do something, yeah. you know?
1: Well, you should do it.
0: Yeah, maybe. We'll see. I think it'd be good. Yeah. I think it would be good for me. Um
1: I mean, I I remember going to this uh uh open mic at the New mm mm-hmm. Mhm. They were like there were like a bunch of uh, stand-up comedians there, and it was a fun setting to try stuff. Yeah. Cuz everybody would be like really supportive and uh Yeah. I mean, that's
0: a spot like I played there one time, like the very beginning of my band um, for like a benefit thing. But that's a spot that I like always meant to go to like check out their open mic and I've never been. Yeah, so you like should. A, yeah.
1: It's a it's a good, good crowd. And I remember the host, um, I think it was a Spanish lady or Colombian lady, like, really sexy and like high energy and she and, she said, so at the beginning of the open mic, we always do like a song where you sing like, pop the cherry, pop the cherry, pop the cherry, pop. And then we all had to sing it. And everyone's like, this is a good open mic, man. Yeah. And everybody was just so s- sweet and supportive. I, I really enjoyed that open mic. Yeah. Let's go there together.
0: Yeah. What, what day of the week is that usually?
1: Uh, oh, I don't remember because it's like been two years since I've been there. But Maybe on a m- Monday, I guess. We can look it up. Yeah.
0: The Google. The, Use Google. the Google. Yeah. You know.
1: We used to, yeah, we have Google nowadays. Changed our lives.
0: Really has. Um can be overwhelming sometimes, all the. Yeah. But it's also very convenient and accessible. It's, yeah. And helpful. Like if you don't, all of the stuff is helpful if you don't get Too caught much. in the vortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. To, to remember. Yeah. Not too much. Well, that's that counts for everything, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can... Yeah, I was just in Nashville and then went to the Americana Fest and we had to talk about this and uh, there's just so much going on. Like, uh, I would get like FOMO, like big time, like, oh, man, there's like all of these concerts. I want to go there and I want to go there and I'll be meeting people and I'll be like... I want to talk to you. Oh no, I can because I get to go to this um, concert and. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to be like, away from everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I uh, New York does that to you too. Like I, the wedding we're leaving for tonight. Actually, um, we did a bachelor party um, down in kind of the mountains of Virginia. Mm -hmm, Nice. And the cabin that we had, like there was no reception and there was reception like if you'd go just like a little bit like just like a couple miles away or something there wasn't that just
1: the best thing happening yeah
0: but at first i went a little bit at first it was a little crazy you know like i had to get used to the quiet i had to get but once yes. i got used to it i was like okay this is this is <laughs> very <it. laughs> good for me <laughs> this is nice yeah
1: i am uh, was in a, i was like in the desert of morocco Um, I went to a music festival, and, uh, well, the reception was really, really bad. Um, I remember sending one video, because I do, like, um, these little videos with my friend, um, sending them to our other friends. It's kind of become a habit. Whenever we go on holiday, we send them, like, crazy videos. And I uploaded one video, and then I got a text message from my provider, like, um, this video just cost you 70 euros. I'm like, alright. I am not... I'm going, going to shut off my phone just because the reception is bad anyway. Right. And it's going to cost me a lot of money. Yeah. I loved it. Just be like, no, can't reach me. I'm just having fun in Morocco at a music festival and I'm just going to be with the people I'm going to be with. and yeah, Yeah. Although, you know, as an artist, it's you need to be like, I mean, I'm a self-managing, I mean, I have a manager, but uh, I have a an, an very nice team, but you kind of be wanna on top of things whenever somebody emails you. Or,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Or I don't know, I like connect via Facebook or Instagram, so you kind of want to keep the people and your fans updated on what you're doing on social media.
0: Yeah. I think maybe though it's probably okay sometimes to be like, hey, I'm taking like a we, Social break. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. Just. Cause. We know? need to. Yeah. Out of necessity. Um, so the new album, uh, what's the title of it?
1: Uh, the title is a Roosevelt Island. Named a Roosevelt
0: Island or Roosevelt?
1: Just Roosevelt Island. Nice. Yeah.
0: Um, is that named after Roosevelt Island here in?
1: New York? New York? Yes, it is. Nice.
0: Uh, How, why, why that particular
1: Um, place? The title, why, why the title or Mm -hmm. that place? Um, I just, I took a trip to Roosevelt Island, which is actually also the first line from the song. Nice. Actually, this actual line. Um, And it was at the time that my, so I was living here for three months and my parents came to visit me and we just took a trip there with the aerial tramway and I, I just loved that, like, the, like you're like floating in the air. And, and then we went there and um, there was like so much trouble on my mind um, getting out of a, a relationship that really got me good. And uh, I was walking there like on the island and I realized that um, the island like split the river. And I, was, this is a crazy thought, but I was thinking of, like, the water drops, like, actually, like, being the river. So the river arrives and it comes to the point where the island is. And, like, the river drops. Like, they won't decide, like, shall I go left or right? Left or right? Left right? They just go. Mm-hmm. So I thought, how nice would it be if it just the island was, like, the carefree zone where you could just have your sorrows going to one side and to the other side of the island. And you just walk the island, like. No worries on my mind, and then you go. We sat down at the 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 end of the island, and just watching the river come back together again, and everything would just fall into place again. Um, so that was a thought, actually, for uh, Roosevelt Island, um, and I guess it just uh, that song is like it sums up a period in my life, a phase, and um, an important one. To, it's a, like a lesson. Sometimes you just got to let go to see it all come back uh, together again. So that's why I chose the title, Roosevelt Island, which first, I it was like my work title all along. And then I thought I should change it and maybe not take a song title and just put something else up there. But I know, I, I had like a list like of a million titles and I was like, I don't know, it doesn't fit, doesn't fit, doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. And I just left it for a while and then I was like, it's got to be a Roosevelt Island. Like, why am I fighting this? Why, why yeah, am I... the, why am I fighting <laughs> this? Like Wasn't the actual, that... <laughs> like meaning of the song. I should not fight it. <laughs> yeah, so that's why it's called Roosevelt Island. Yeah.
0: Nice. I like it. I like yeah, it a lot.
1: And uh, I'll go back um, this week, I think, just to have a look and uh, to get the reminder again of to let go and um, see whatever happens when you do that. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, I'm excited to to hear hear the album. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, there's eleven tracks. Yeah. So one of them is Roosevelt Island, and we released uh, we already released four tracks. Uh, New Day was uh, the single, and uh, then we released an EP called All Night Cafe. So it's the song. It's also with the song All Night Cafe, New Day, Roosevelt Island, and every now and then, and now all of these songs are on the album. Seven others will be there. Um, as well nice yeah excited i'm very excited i mean i'm so happy it's finally like uh, getting out there because um i kind of worked in reverse i just i came here like i told you and then of course somewhere i i knew i wanted to make an album but i didn't know all of this was gonna happen like in new york and nashville and um, I just got on like a happy roller coaster for like two years, being like, hey, I'm meeting all these nice people. I went to Nashville and I am meeting all these people, and they want to work with me, and I want to write with them. And then, after like f- a few months, I was like, hey, I might record in Nashville. That might be like a great idea. And so, it just happened that I got on this happy roller coaster. And then, when we finished recording, was like, all right, we need to release it. Oh shoot, how am I how am I going to do that? So then the whole search of like. My management, uh, finding my management and finding my booking agency, like that took me, uh, that took me like a, a year. So the uh, album has been like done for like a little less than a year. I just had to find the right people to like release it. Um, so I'm happy. It's like finally getting out there because my friends would be like, Are you gonna release that album or what? We're waiting for it. I'm like,
2: Yeah, it's happening. October 9th.
0: Nice, That's super exciting. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I'll we'll have to. Are you gonna do any shows down there like post release or what's the is there a plan?
2: For... Um,
1: so we just performed yesterday at Rockwood yes. and we'll be performing uh this Saturday at the Brooklyn Americana Festival. Um, uh. 5 p.m. and at 7:30 p.m. uh it's all down at uh, 68 j street bar and then around the corner there's the archway which is a beautiful setting like you should go there i, I love it from uh, and this is because i met a woman an english british woman uh jan bell and i did a songwriting course with her and uh, we became friends and she's trying to uh, keep the americana music alive in um in New York as well, because everybody's, like, moving out to Nashville or Austin. And uh, so we'll be playing there. And then back in Holland, where you're in October... Yeah, we're playing on September twenty-nine. Uh, October nine is the um, release, and then there's, like, three shows after that. But if you really want to know, like, all the details, you can go to my Facebook, which is my name, P-I-E-T-R-N-E-L, uh, or my Instagram is Peternell Music or uh, my website Peternellmusic.com. Um, and you'll find like all the details of the shows and
0: uh, And I'll have the links for for those places on great. on the show notes. Yeah. Um, nice. That was a cool. I didn't have to ask that question. that just
2: like flowed perfectly.
1: <laughs> Well that's the thing you know you gotta you, you gotta tell people in order to know where they have to go if they like it. Yeah. And uh, I always think it's like a team effort because um, I need audience in order to perform and an empty stage and just right. an audience is crazy boring. Yeah. So we need each other to to um, to yeah, to get the music out there and to support arts.
0: Yeah, that's the one trick of it. Uh, I was talking to somebody about that, like... Because with, like, acting and singing, they're both really cool. The thing with singing, I feel, is, like, you can... Like, when you're in the process of making the music, when you're singing, like, when you're practicing, there's something that's really fun and liberating about that, like, in the moment. Whereas, like, acting... um, When you're like working on something by yourself, like it's not fun the same way immediately that music is. But at the end of the day, yeah, they need both of them.
1: Need need an an audience, audience. and the audience need you, and and uh, because you don't, you don't want to be like in a room with an empty stage, right? What you gonna do? Yeah, You, you, you yeah, you're not an audience if there's no like performer up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm always happy with every, every single person that, um, like likes my things on Facebook or comes up to me after a show and like, I really liked your show. I mean, I'm always like so grateful that they do that and that they're in the room with me to share that experience. Cause yeah, I think that's what it's all about. I, I can just make music up in my, like my room by myself. I'll enjoy that too. Yeah, but
0: um, it's got to get out there.
1: Yeah, I remember this one performance where I was actually doing like this musical I just told you about, like this a little bit more theatrical uh, show, and there were two girls that came back to that show for the second or the third time, and uh, I remember singing my my final song, um, New Day, and they just started singing along like super loud. Like, yeah all excited like yeah this is a new day and i'll be like i was i just i just sta- i was standing there on stage and i just started crying I'm yeah like, I, just, <laughs> I just i just i think my i was on the floor and my guitar player was like looking at me like what's happening i'm like i can't sing anymore this is like so this touches me like right in my heart it's so emotional and the girls like came out after like oh we love that so much i'm like i love you so much thank you so much for supporting my music yeah so yeah, for me that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, nice.
1: Yeah, gotta get it out there. Yep. Yeah, and then uh, next year, I mean, since this has the the album has been like has been there for a while, and I've been working on like the business side. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a big craving of going back to the creative side, so I just spent a week in um or uh, like two weeks in Nashville again writing, and um next year i'll probably release one or two eps and um i talked to, uh, about uh, i talked about it already with a producer in nashville be like i want to make an ep with you so we're going to work on one ep like just the two of us and then bring in some co-writers for that um if we think they fit the project so now the thing is like it's on a roll you know it's just I'd like to
0: introduce you to my friend, uh, our friend Kevin Augsburg moved down there um, last year. Um, but yeah, he, he produces music also. That's cool. Just for
1: yeah. another Sure. Person. I mean, I'm, I'm always into meeting new people. Yeah. And uh, I think everybody who moves to uh, Nashville for music is like, uh, like willing and in- inspiring. and. Uh,
0: yeah. There's something. It's like, it's, You know, it happens different places, but it's, there's something special when people start flocking to a specific geographical location for, for music, you know, there's a fun energy.
1: Well, I remember the first time that I, like my first night in Nashville, and this was just walking down, um, shoot, what's the name again? Like the big street in Nashville, uh, forgot, I forgot. I don't know the big street where like the Broadway Broadway where all like the the cover bands It's like three stories high buildings with like so much music going on I I didn't know where to look it was like (gasps) left right left right it was like my mouth was like I was a watering like whoa I I ended up in this town like where there's so much music going on Um, that was not even like the original stuff Uh, that's something I discovered like a few days later
0: have you been to new orleans
1: no i gotta go yeah me
0: me too like i say that like i've been there i haven't been there but i'm sure like that's the case there yeah. it's like music like the street performers also like are like the street performers there are also the same people that are playing in the clubs they just like music all the time So much. 24 fun. 7 so um, much fun food yeah that's yeah, I gotta get it, get it, just, it together, and go. It's down just there.
1: that you know, it's. I think it's different from, um, from, what well, the thing I like about New York is that there are multiple disciplines. So yeah. there is, a, there is a, like a dancing. There is acting, and I, I, I can feel that if you live in Nashville and you're used to like having multiple disciplines, that you might feel you're missing something because it's just music. But the fact that it's, it's also like. How do you say that? Um, it's just there's something in the water, right? Everybody just does music like f- from age three, and they might not be like um, in a professional stage, or they might not be like singing or making music professionally. But then, it doesn't mean that like crazy good guitar players or crazy good singers. Um, it's it's yeah, it's different and totally different from like Amsterdam. Which is like, there's lots of music, but not like, not such high concentration of music as in, as in Nashville. Yeah. But it would be nice, like, for instance, if in Nashville, like, there would be a dance scene, like ballet or whatever, modern dance, because that's what I, I like so much about New York. I get really inspired by just looking at a classical ballet or a, a play, I'd be like, Oh, that's a cool line. I can't, I could write a song about just that one like line from the monologue that guys like playing.
0: Yeah. Like that's the, that's the struggle sometimes here, but it's, but like if you're a multidisciplinary artist, it's also the really fun thing about New York is like, okay, like I want to get, become a better artist. Mm-hmm. But, what, like, what, what aspect do I want to, focus? and it's not like that I have to, you have to pick one, but it's like, there is a whole, like, like, if it's dance, there's a whole list of things. If it's acting, there's so many different yeah pathways. Um, so there's so many different things. Yeah. yeah. You can like different, different disciplines. You can yeah. like different specialties. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. That you can like hone in on, you know? Yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun, you know? So do you see yourself, um, going forward ideally right now? Um, do you see yourself kind of splitting your time between New York, Amsterdam, um, Nashville? Yeah. Would that be your ideal? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cause
1: I, you know, I'm... the, the, yeah, that's the thing I just told you, I like coming to New York because, it inspires me and it there's always this buzzing vibe of like you can dream big or even bigger and just meeting all these people on the streets that just really inspires me and um as in Nashville yeah Um, the moment I like land in Nashville I'll I'll be already thinking like when can I come back so in my head I'm like Running my schedule like, okay, I might go back like in December. It will be cold. I don't want cold, but I'll go back to December. To Nashville? To Nashville mm-hmm. and then maybe go back in May and June. Yeah, so that would be just just because it's also nice to have like um, uh, a period, a structured period, be like, this is where I'm going to write. I, I have two weeks only writing and not getting caught up like in daily things you have to do doing laundry, uh, like responding to emails. It's nice to have like a, yeah, very focused period. Yeah. Uh, within where you can work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ideally, that would be great. Yeah. And if there's any reason to like move here, I don't think I'll be very hesitant. Right.
0: Well, and it's like, if you end up moving here, you can still then go like, you can still, still go back to Amsterdam. Then it's M's. like, yeah, okay. Then a month, Back in Amsterdam, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or a few, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. That's the that's definitely ideal. That's just as a person, that's an ideal thing to me. Yeah. To like explore different places because it's like the friends and stuff you make, they don't disappear. Like they're still here. Oh, (laughs) that's so true. Yeah,
1: so true. They'll still be here. Um. Yeah, I remember going back the first time from from New York and Nashville and I <laughs> I like stepped out of the plane and was like crying. I remember my mom picked me up was like,
2: I don't know what I'm doing here back home. I want to go back.
1: And that kind of lasted and also on the next trip. And then I thought, okay, I might take this feeling like serious and explore a little what it's like if I would live there a little bit longer. So it's still in my head. But yeah, the friend thing, I mean, they're, they always, they they will be here, but I don't know, I've, I've had friends from like high school from so long and we know each other so, um, well that, um, I don't know, it would be hard just not to have them around on a daily base. Yeah. Although like everybody has their own lives. I don't, some, some of them I don't see like in a month or something, but yeah. I don't know it, it's like a, it's an emotional barrier you like have to cross.
0: Too. me and my brother are not like that we are not like we have long old friends and stuff but like i ghost to like different places and then with facebook i keep in touch with people better than i would otherwise but
2: yeah yeah, yeah. it's
0: not that i don't love love the like long-term friends it's just yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah but, you, but maybe it's different for you because you are in a relationship so you do always have like a partner on your side. I
0: mean, yeah, you, you
1: are married,
0: but I wasn't like the first few years in New York. No, that's you know, true. I had different different relationships. Yeah, um, and I liked like that too. Yeah, the the freedom of that, you know, of yeah. like not being tethered anywhere. Yeah, um,
1: yeah, I was talking to it ab- uh, about it to to Laura that I, I, when I came here, like when was this? Two days ago. I was really, I was, like, excited but also really tired from all the new people I met and all the, like, the impressions. And then able to talk your own native tongue to mm-hmm. somebody, it just, it made me, like, yeah like relax. And I, I felt I was really tired. I was like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. Um, but it's so nice to talk to somebody from your own country in your, like, own language and... Um, like a like a friend that is like real friend, right? Um, so yeah, that might be the thing I might miss. But then again, you got to do what You got to do. You got to follow your own path because everybody will in the end. You yeah, gotta, and you cannot stay home where you are because of your friends because they might they might um, think of moving somewhere else. Yeah,
0: and also like ultimately, if you did mess them that much, you can always you can always go come back. back. Yeah, it's so true. Though. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. So who knows? Nice. Maybe I'll be your neighbor. Yeah. No, that'd be fun. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, well, this has been a great, great talk, I think.
1: Well, thank you. It was great talking to you.
0: Is there um, anything else that you want to talk about?
1: I mean, you. if, I just, if you give him a subject, I'll start it. <laughs> <laughs> I just have this fear of talking too much. I'm like... And maybe I should just shorten whatever I'm going to say and keep it really focused instead of going like, oh. La, la, la. Well,
0: I mean, I think there are times for that. This is not one of those times. <laughs> um, yeah. It's trickier. Like, I talk to people sometimes who are very concise, and I need to do that in these future meetings that I have that we've talked about that yeah, I yeah, to yeah. bring up right now. But um, this is like the opposite of that. This is like, it's sort of an interview but it's a conversation. I don't you know what I mean? It and it's is, like yeah. I don't yeah. have a list of
1: things you want. Things have. we don't have a time mm-hmm. limit.
0: Um, you know? Yeah. That well, said though, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah.
1: Maybe. Well, I'm just really excited for this album finally like being released and um also for like if you if you have a dream just chase it and just my 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 aunt will always say like give your dreams hands and feet um so it can walk make it like um just write down what you want precisely and um you will get there and i think that's a lesson i've learned from this just go and if you want to do it because i've been terrified during this process too like what the hell am i doing like i didn't play guitar um, I just started playing guitar like four years ago. And, uh, it's just that my friend who was coaching me, um, in songwriting said, I think you should ta- start playing guitar. And I was like, yeah. And then the next thought was like, huh? I don't even play guitar. Oh, I better get started. And
0: so when did you start playing guitar?
1: Yeah. Like four or five years ago.
0: Wow. And that was nice. because
1: I, uh, I, I just said to myself, Oh, I want to write my own music. And then I, called somebody i really uh, admire who writes great songs and he said i said to him like do you- I'm- i, I want to write my own music but i think i need kind of a- somebody to like coach me or maybe i can just take my songs and you listen to them he was like sure let's do it but i think you should start playing your own instrument like play guitar because i played piano before and without a doubt i said yeah sure and then the next thing was like mm? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I've never touched a guitar actually. So there's been like times in this journey. Where I was like, I don't know if I should be playing the guitar because there's people like there are actual guitar players out there, and I've been like on tour having these uh, anxiety pills because I otherwise I would not go out there. I'd be crying my bed like, why am I doing this? I am not a guitar player. But looking back on it, I see it as a pers- as a was a like a period where I was growing. And I was just, it was a fear of growing. Yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm happy this album is here. It's been like a, a, a nice and a not nice process. But um, as another friend of mine said, uh, I said to him like a few years ago, um, I don't know if I should be like in the creative business. I don't know if i if I can pull it off. And he was like, but you are already in the process of- mm-hmm. and i was like ah yeah that's so true why am i still like deciding if i want to be here because i am already like you know, i am already a creative person um yeah so this was a great experience learning and i uh, i'm happy with the final product and uh well i think you just got to keep on going and create a new a next dream a bigger dream uh the following up dream from this album nice make it walk
0: yes i like that i like that a lot well cool well thank you for sitting down with me thank
1: you for the talk
0: absolutely it's good
1: actually to like practice a little too
0: it's nice too i think like just having we don't like again we're constantly doing five million things um so it's nice to like sit you know
1: contemplate a little
0: yeah um We'll reset, um, and you want to play some music? Sure. Cool. Um. Cool.
1: Do you want to make an introduction?
0: I'll do... I'll do... Um, um, so, what song are you... Uh, what song is this called?
1: Uh, I'm going to play All Night Cafe. Uh, it's a song that... I actually got inspired by a painting from um, a painting from Edward Hopper uh, called Nighthawk. I don't know if you know it. You see, uh, you see like a bar from the outside, and you're looking from outside in, and you see, uh, I think four people in total, like the bartender. There's a there's two people. You might think they're a couple, but you don't know. And then there's somebody else. But I just noticed there is not a door like to go out of the cafe. So I was wondering, like, how long have these people been here? Um, so the song is about, uh, yeah, it's inspired to, uh, yeah, to that painting where I'm like um, somebody being in a cafe all the time. Nice. So that's what it's about. Cool. Want to get it going? Yeah. Cool. <laughs>
2: Quarter of lonely in 32nd Street. There's a bar that falls apart, and at a table there sits me. There's a guy on a bar stool on his second whiskey shot. He. Top to bottom and a spot that always
1: Thank you. Thank
0: you. So that was pretty fun, right? That was Peter Nell performing her song All Night Cafe, um, which is part of Roosevelt Island, her full length album that's coming out on October 9th. Be sure to check that out. I'll make sure to remind you of that. Um, The links for her website will be in the show notes, and when the album is out, I'll have the link in there also. You can find all of the show notes for all of the episodes on bushwickvarietieshow.com. All the episodes, unless I specify otherwise, are recorded in the Rack Shack, an all-inclusive lingerie boutique located in Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you are enjoying the show so far, please subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you know anybody who should be on the show, or if you're interested in being on the show, don't be afraid to reach out, connect, Contact me either through the website, through social media, through Instagram, wherever you interact with things and people. Um, Hopefully in the real world also. And I hope to see you at a show or somewhere out here in Brooklyn or somewhere else. I've been out of town a lot over the last couple weeks. I think I'm here for a little while now. Uh, So I'll get back into my my rhythm. Uh, But thank you very much for listening. I'll be here on Thursday and Monday. I will talk to you soon. Peace.